And for more on this, we join on the line now by Police Minister Nati Ntleko. Thanks for speaking to us again, Minister. Yeah, good morning, ma'am. How are you this morning? Very well, thanks. Now, Minister, um, uh, uh, President Jacob Zuma was talking about, you know, a plan that uh, needed to be implemented urgently. And uh, now it seems, though, uh, at least according to reports, that you are saying this plan will now be implemented immediately. Are you able to tell right. us more about this plan? What did, exactly will it entail? There are a few elements uh, into into the plan, um, one of which uh, are issues of access control and situational analysis as well as resourcing. And what that entails, essentially, it's, it's about scanning the environment with a view to identify potential threats uh, of, of attacks and so forth, but also establishing and determining the modus operandi of perpetrators and threats and trends in respect of police killings. So that's one element. The second the element of the, a, you know, a, a tactical response plan is around the skills development and maintenance, which essentially on and on it's about the regular sort of identification of skills gaps and attendance in, in looking at the required operational, tactical, and very sort of operational issues and so on. The third aspect, of course, is about uh, raising awareness within, a, you know, the police services, specifically uh, our members in the in the police uh, in the police service, and that's an issue that has got to talk to a, a issues of personal and operational safety and security, uh, including issues of the a, a related activities such as the you know road safety and and, and all others and so forth. So these are some of the elements uh, relating to the issue of uh, you know, a technical response uh, kind of plan. But also, what we have asked our people to, to do is that in relation to existing sort of uh, standing orders and operational orders, for instance, within the police, um, our you know, station commanders, unit commanders, and so forth have got to play quite a much more of an active role in ensuring the implementation of such. And uh, speaking of, you know, such standing orders and um, uh, safety uh, considerations, Gauteng Community Safety MEC Sizagelen uh, Kosimalobane came out and she said that most of our officers actually are not wearing the bulletproof vest to protect themselves from attacks. Uh, how do you plan to instill that culture that police need to be more safety conscious? But that's, that's more to do with the supervisory function as well. And that's why you're saying, Station commanders, unit commanders, and responsible level management within the police service have got to ensure that indeed uh, uh, such uh, uh, such equipment and relevant equipment for the example is put to effective use um, when when we are conducting operations. And then, um, Minister, also yesterday you made an announcement uh, that Mtanda Zontlemeza uh, is now the new head of the South Africa's uh, of South yeah. Africa's elite crime fighting unit, the Hawks. And um, you know, given the uh, instability that has plagued uh, the institution for a while now, um, you know, could you explain the rationale behind making this appointment a permanent one? Um, for for starters, I do not know. Um, I would not have an idea about what you refer to as instability. What I do know is that um, the, the, there were issues pertaining to the former head 
um, and specifically relating to the Zimbabwean renditions case. So there were issues of suspension, and subsequently there, there was also resignation in the outermost. So that was the only issue there. And of course, we had to deal with that issue from a, you know, a, a perspective of getting somebody into act so that work needed to continue. And of course, work continued, and we continued to do what we needed to do within 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 DPCI. Now. The new head that has been announced has got a 34-year experience in policy, um, 11 years of which um, is at a senior management uh, level within uh, within the police at different sort of uh, divisions of uh, of policing. But also the third aspect is that we're talking about an individual who possesses key critical skills that uh, would be required for for work such as this within the DPCI. For an example, uh, he's quite schooled around issues of, uh, you know, a detective work, for an example, uh, crime intelligence work and so forth. Uh, and interestingly, is that most of our detectives in the country have also been through his hands. In other words, he has trained them in detective work and so forth. Now, and the fact that we are dealing with issues of organized crime in our society, if you deal with organized crime, you rely largely on detection and detective skills. You require that. Um, so we, 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 those, those are the considerations that have been taken into account. And of course, in terms of his academic record as well, um, he possesses a Bachelor of Arts in Police Science, uh, he also has a legal qualification, a B-U-S uh, qualification, and so on. Now, those are elements that, in a sense, uh, will en- will assist in enhancing um, what it is that is expected of him in dispensing um, services uh, within the context of the job that he has got to carry out. Uh, Mr. Ntimeza's character has been, you know, called into question. Um, High Court judge actually found um, and and, and expressed that he was dishonest, he lacked integrity and honor, um, made false statements under oath. And as you say, he will be dealing with organized crime. So surely you're looking for someone with impeccable character. So so, so how do those two square? Yeah, those were the unfortunate comments uh, by the judge. Uh, really unfortunate indeed. Um, <clears throat> in fact, I was asked this question yesterday, and it's interesting that uh, when you read what the judge said, is that he said in his view, now a view is an expression of an opinion, in his view. And now <clears throat> the, fact of, the fact of the matter is that um, you then also have a, you know, different understanding somewhere else as if there was um, a passage of an order or a finding uh, and so on. And in fact, it would now be recorded. It's, it's a matter of public record that post that particular, uh, those particular comments in the context of the judgment that was handed down, we co- continued and, you know, uh, conducted further investigations through the workman's uh, attorneys and indeed, um, in fact, the outcome of such an investigation confirmed the correctness of the positions that were taken, including 
um, the articulations as as made by uh, General Nkemeza at the time. Mm. But, but, but the judge, to, to, the judge yeah. did not just say that in passing, um, uh, Minister, because he went on to say that Ntlemeza actually attempted to mislead the court by disclosing the existence of two conflicting reports. And he said that this conduct actually showed that Ntlemeza was biased and that he was dishonest and that he made false statements under oath as well. That speaks to but, the character that, of the person. That, but, but that's the point that um, that, that I've just made. That the, the judge said he had a problem with the fact that he disclosed the existence of the two reports now. And the fact is that that fact has been established that indeed there were so-called two reports. That, that fact has now been established. It's there. It's a matter of public record. So... Um, so that's 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 all there is to it. Really, it was an expression of a view at the time, at the time around the, this the, that's this particular question. But also, it would be expected, uh, generally speaking, that if there was an order and a finding made in relation to the extent to which he lied and how he lied and so forth, there would have been a case of perjury that would have been ordered, and this is what we did not have. And has this been taken up with the Judicial Services Commission? Because uh, that was something that was mooted at the time, uh, saying that, you know, you would seek legal advice about this particular <coughs> remark. I mean, the legal advice uh, and taking up the issue of the Judicial, Judicial Services Commission are two different things. Uh, if, 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 uh, if we wanted to pursue a complaint with the Judicial Services Commission, I'm sure you would have done that. But a legal advice is also something else. Because you take a legal advice on the basis of what you therefore need to do as as an expert. Mm-hmm. So, but it would also be known that we had we had essentially also you know taken up the matter on on review at the time when 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 the when when this issue arose and so forth. But, you know, we all know now that we also proceeded with the disciplinary sort of hearings, which indeed, uh, you know, arrived at the conclusion that uh, the affected, affected individual and all individuals had to be dismissed uh, from the service.